Have you been feeling stuck, exhausted, and finding yourself living as a passenger in your own life? By giving away so much of your energy and power to everyone and everything around you. But you? Well, you are not alone. My name is Dr. Valérie Johnston Dugama, osteopath, and I have been there too. After being burned out, exhausted, I decided to take control of my life and get back into my driver's seat. It wasn't easy though, but I did it. And you can do it too. In this podcast, I will share stories, invite guest speakers, and provide insight and tips on how to turn your life around and move back into your driver's seat. My guest moved to Australia from France 17 years ago. She has been working in the cosmetic industry for some well-known companies like L'Oréal, Lancome, Jolic, to name a few. For her life, she has always put her family first. Until a few years ago, after experiencing some health issues that drove her to turn things around and put her health first. In our conversation today, it's about how to put your health as your priority. Thank you and welcome Laurence Crousel to the Driver's Seat Club. Thank you, Valérie. I'm very pleased to join the Driver's Seat Club. Thank you for inviting me. Such a pleasure to join you and to join our such great podcast. Thank you. And today you're going to talk about how you have put your health first, because before you were putting your family first and something happened in your life that turned around and you decided to put your health first. Yes, that's uh, true. My health means a lot to me. I think now I feel like having a body in good shape and a good health is a duty for me. And it's true that uh, the main change came from an experience I had a few years ago. I was working very hard in the city. I had to get a prescription. I quickly ran to the GP just in front of the office. I kind of had probably 10 minutes to get out the prescription. The lady said, I'm going to take your blood pressure, which was fine, but I really did not have time. I was rushing. So I said, okay, just take my blood pressure. And my blood pressure ended up being so high. Then she looked at me horrified. And then she said, I think I'm going to try the other arm. So she tried the other side. And then she looked at me and she said, how are you feeling? I said, I'm feeling great. I'm feeling a bit stressed, but I'm feeling fine. And then she said, people like you with this level of blood pressure, I normally send them straight to the hospital. Wow. Yeah, that was a bit of a moment. And I say, what do you mean? You're going to, I don't want to go to hospital. She said, you need to be careful because you've got a really high uh, blood pressure. So anyway, then um, she asked me to stay a little bit until it comes down. So I missed the meeting where I was supposed to go. And then I met my GP when did all the tests and everything and met my GP a few weeks later. My GP, I think, explained to me that, yes, high blood pressure can also be managed. It depends how you feel, how you look after your body, you relax by meditation, and that high blood pressure is also how you're feeling inside and not only something that cannot be managed. I was thinking that because of my family history, there's a lot of uh, high blood pressure in the family. I was thinking, oh, it will happen to me. That's very normal. Yes. Not getting stressed about it and thinking that's life. And I'll do like my grandma, my mum, my sisters. 
and I have um, high blood pressure. So that's why I told my GP. And she said, it doesn't work like this, Laura. It's not because all your family has high blood pressure that you can't work on it. And then she started giving me some pills, which reduced um, and went back to normal level. At the same time, she uh, did encourage me to learn how to relax, learn how to be a bit more in harmony with my mind and spirit. And I started doing a bit of meditation. And then step by step, I went back to uh, normal again. How long did you take to get back to normal? Uh, probably nine months. I started very high to an acceptable level, probably three to four months. But to go back fully to normal like I am today, probably took me nine months. I started practicing yoga. I did um, some meditation at night and also stopped stressing at work, which I say so doesn't. Yeah, it's not that important. And I'm the kind of person you never think that I'm stressed. I look very relaxed. But inside, okay. obviously, it was boiling. What did you do to stop stressing at work? Because it's easy to say, but what action did you take to do that? I think I still do it, but I'm much more relaxed about life in general. Okay. I think it's not that important. I always say to us in, in the beauty industry selling um, hand creams and creams. And I said to my team, at the end of the day, we're only selling um, hand creams and skincare. It's not going to be major drama if we make a mistake. We're not in a hospital where a mistake can be very damaging and concerning. So here, yes, worst case, we just don't ship somewhere, don't have any products at the end of the month. Okay, donc this experience, what uh, that has brought to you, though, you know, the fact that you went to see the doctor and you have very stress. So what was for you the next step to ensure that you don't go back again into high blood pressure and stress too much? I think it's very difficult to manage your stress. If you're someone who gets stressed easily, I think it's very difficult. But what you can do is you can take some time in the morning, even at work, to just um, manage your breath, just relax and uh, take some moment in your day when you uh, manage this. I think the education on stressed, um, on being stressed is very difficult. It's, I think either you have it or you don't have it. But and, and the environment at the moment is stressful. I can't say that I'm just now super relaxed on everything. I've learned a lot. But I think you can learn how to take some steps during your days, in the morning, at night. And I realize that how you feel is um, how you behave. If you are, feel positive and optimistic, then yes, your um, day is much easier. Yes, that's a good point. And you did say that you had another experience when you were working with a company and you had a workshop and one of your colleagues was talking about putting his health first and you were quite surprised about that. Could you tell us about the story? Yes, so that was another experience that's really made me think about it because we did a workshop that was a leadership workshop and I'm a big fan of I'm talking, trying to get with my team some values and understand if we align on the values and everything. So we were doing um, a value workshop, which I do. Um, I did as well with my family here with the kids, which is very interesting to do. One of my colleagues said to you, we said, which one are your top three values? And one of my colleagues said, health is number one for me. And I was a bit surprised thinking that's a bit selfish to put our health as number one. For me, family was number one. And then health was probably three. So we had discussion about this and she said, uh, how do you love people if you are not loving yourself and I may be in, uh, in good health? And I thought that was very smart because you can say, I love my family, I love um, people, I want to do this and this for them. At the end of the day, if you don't look after yourself, uh, you're not doing the right thing by them. 
that's the reason why I said a bit earlier that I feel like keeping your body in a good shape in healthy situation is a duty. Yes, that's very important. And uh, and then you say that you did it with your family. How was the result with your family? <laughs> nice to do it. I've got three kids. During COVID with my husband, we did um, a bit of workshop where I put 10 values on the table and everybody had to pick some just to give them a bit of an idea because when you say which one are your best values, they just um, struggle with these. So we had uh, 10 or 15, probably even more like 20 values. And everybody was choosing for the others, thinking which one would be for uh, my daughter, which one for my son. And then we had discussion about the values, which was very interesting. And uh, they put our health as my number one. Oh, wow. That's amazing because they could see that you were putting your health first too. Exactly. So they put for me um, health number one, family number two, which is exactly what it is. So yeah, that means people uh, know about it and they know that I'm trying to encourage them to be very careful. Uh, Not careful because they're still young, but very aware that you should not play with your health. A lot of people, so the thing that strike me a few months ago is I've learned that people live longer today, but the amount of time where we live in a good health is shorter than 10 years before, ten years ago. Oh, really? Yeah, absolutely, which is a concern because that's great to be able to live until you're 90, 95, but if you're not in a good health from the age of 70, where the point? Yes, and um, with the COVID though, because a lot of people find it difficult to exercise during the COVID or to take care of themselves. And a lot of people put on weight because they, would you say that the COVID helped you to improve your health or it was a challenge? COVID was probably not another wake-up call, but I think I took the opportunity to this time that I was saving in um, transport, going from home to work, I used it to exercise. So now I do exercise probably five times a week. And I used to do twice a week before COVID. So since COVID, and that's funny because my daughter was talking about it yesterday and said, you've been so good since COVID and also needed it for, yes, just mental stress. I think COVID has been stressful for everyone. So just to go exercise, I started um, ocean swimming, which is really good for your mind. You can only (laughs) think about what's happening in the water. And um, yes, it's been for me a really good experience in terms of exercising nearly every single day. And I think what's very important as well, the advice I would uh, give to people is just do it by group. Just have one or two friends and you say, so for example, as we say on Wednesday morning, I'm walking at seven o'clock with two other friends. You don't want to be the one who's uh, dropping off every time. (laughs) Fair enough. On Thursday, I've got Pilates on on Thursday. Then I go to yoga on Friday, swimming, ocean swimming on Friday. You don't want to be the one who is cancelling the things because then if if you start saying no, the other one say, oh, yes, maybe we do it next week. So here, if you're a group of even two people, that increases a lot of motivation. So many times we've been in the ocean swimming. We are not super keen, but then you just go and then you enjoy it so much. Oh, that's amazing. And it's so true. Sometimes you do feel like, oh, I don't feel like exercising or getting up this morning. And then as soon as you start and you keep on moving, that's it. You feel so much better after it. Yeah. So I had to do that with other friends. So um, we were just challenging each other. With a group of three people, you always have two people coming. So, and I know that Wednesday is walking, Friday morning is out swimming. And that's the way it is. I don't even think about it. Oh, wow. And how did you balance all of that with work? Because you were saying as well that you work as you have been working more. Have you find it a bit more challenging to manage continuing exercises while having a bit more workload? 
At the very beginning, yes, because at the very beginning, everything was just all over the place. But then top things, since um, we started, I started working from home every day, it's a bit easier because I used to take me 40 minutes to go to work that you save, you don't spend as much time dressing up and everything. So yeah, I probably save an hour uh, every morning that I've used uh, to exercise. And then you continue. And uh, in regards to your family, how did they respond when you started to put your health first and uh, put them a bit on the back seat? They don't really um, realize because I wake up at six o'clock, 6.30 in the morning, and I usually exercise between quarter to seven to quarter to eight. At the beginning, they had no idea. Everybody was asleep. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think they've mentioned. It's just like sometimes it, I come back at eight o'clock and say, where have you been? You've got so much energy. And so I've just been walking for or swimming. <laughs> I love waking up early. I think in Australia, it's just amazing. And I'm very grateful to be living not far away from the beach as well. We have beautiful parks where we can't walk, exercise and everything. So no, for my kids, it hasn't made a big difference because I do that before they wake up. That's fantastic. And in regards to your husband, though, I don't know if he's putting his health first as well. So has he followed you or is he putting the family first? No, he hasn't um, followed me. That's a challenge I'm trying to get them step by step but uh, not as much. Okay, so with putting your, your health first, what would you say has changed dramatically in your life by taking this action to do that? I think it's a very new mindset. I think it's a state of um, harmony between your body, mind and spirit. It does help you to see things differently. So I think it's an overall well-being. I don't think it's a dramatic change. It's just like building day by day week after week. Sport is a bit like a drug. When you start, you want to do more. When you stop, you just like thinking, oh my God, I don't have the energy to start again. But when you start, you feel like doing it. And I was really feeling like even swimming, people say swimming in the ocean, June or July, it's freezing cold, but you still need this energy. So I think it's a new way of, it's yes, it's probably an inner balance that you're creating. You're feeling better. You're feeling more confident. It's a harmony between yes, your body, your mind, your spirit. It comes with eating better as well. I work in a company that are talking about the gut health and your immune system coming from your gut health. So um, it's important I pay a bit more attention to what I eat, which is difficult with a family of five, got three boys, two boys, my husband. So they need like really strong meals. So you can't just be on veggies. <laughs> so, but I think it's a different mindset. I think it gives you a mindset. I don't think that people should expect one day to wake up and uh, feel 100% different. It's just that you're, the more you do it, the better you feel and the more you want to do it. I would say start slow, start with one or two things, uh, but then you feel better in your body and you want to keep doing it. And it's also like a really nice catch up with your friends. When you do it with friends, it's a beautiful um, sometimes just feel like going because we're going to chat. Yes, that's amazing. It's a good point because so many people with all the diets, people have so much pressure to try to find the good, the best diet that works for them and often it doesn't work. So it's really good, as you said, to find what works for you, start slow and then just maintain that balance over time. And that's where the result comes. Absolutely. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. So any other takeaway that you may have, even in regards to the idea at the beginning, you say, oh, I have high blood pressure. It's genetic. So, well, this is the way it is. Yeah. So 
The big takeaway, if I want to summarize, I think that the big mistake for me was to think um, that because my family had uh, high blood pressure and it could be anything else, it's normal that I have it. I'm very thankful to my GP who said to me, Laurence, you can stop this. It's not because your mom had high blood pressure that you should have it. So I think first, um, that, that's really being in the driver's seat and say, I'm going to manage it. I think the willingness of I'm um, wanting to manage it is very important. I know that some people get sick and they're super healthy and still get sick. But I think I really feel like um, being healthy now is a duty of mine. And for my family, for my husband, um, for everyone, if you want to look after people around you, you need to be uh, to uh, start looking about yourself. We spoke about it before. It's a bit like when you're in, on a plane and people say, you know, when they start and they say, if something happens, the air mask uh, will drop. Put yourself uh, your one first before starting helping your, um, the others. And that's exactly the same. I think you need to be first in good shape before you start helping and coaching and developing. And even if my kids are still not eating very healthy, yesterday they went and bought like a big um, box of uh, donuts. I think that's fine because I'm not asking them to be super strict about what they eat, but because they see me coaching them, teaching them, they do whatever they want, but uh, it's coming in their mind. And I'm sure that in a few months, few years, I'll remember that. It's being a model for them. And then um, because they're too young to uh, think that it's important, uh, it will come later on. Wow, Laurence, that's so fantastic. Thank you so much for the advice. And I'm sure that a lot of people can uh, recognize themselves in that, especially with the diet and the work-life balance. It's not easy. So having a good diet, exercising, it's so important. Thank you. To um, finish, um, thank you again for um, having me, Valerie. It's been a real pleasure. I just want to share one of my favorite quotes. Uh, it's not from me, it's from um, Anon. And it says, happiness is a new reach, inner peace is a new success, health is a new wealth, and kindness is a new cool. Oh, thank you, Laurence. What a great way to finish. <laughs> so I think it's, uh, I read it um, very often, once a week, and uh, yeah, I love it. Oh, that's great. Thank you. And uh, you take care and continue to be into that driver's seat. Thank you so much. All the best to you and uh, speak soon. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned and subscribe to the Driver's Seat Club. Until next time, have a powerful day.